stopping smoking. Now, theoretically, there are quite a few drugs that have the potential to interact. But for most patients, most of the time, from a mental health perspective, it's not an issue. The only one drug to be concerned about is a drug called clozapine. And the reason clozapine like the editing on that bit. is a yeah, particular yeah. concern is that with lots of the interviews I'll experimenting with how to best accentuate what moments with close-ups or pulling back when they were given more and the factual information but this speaker was he was at a smoking cessation for people with emerging psychosis like um, conference that we went to he just had this amazing energy and I just really wanted to get the close-ups in on the points where he was I don't know seemed most excited about Stop smoking. Yeah, he's a really engaging speaker, isn't he? The activity of that enzyme reduces. Right, let's walk outside and, and we have a chat. So I'm here with Joe Golden uh, and we're at the World Mental Health Day in York conference. And this is a kind of 360 media experience, Joe. Yes. Tell us all about this. Um, so this is basically four walls. Each wall has its own um, viewing screen, if you will. One of them is video footage, interviews that I've conducted over the past three or four months or so for the Closing the Gap project. Um, the other walls exhibit infographics and another one is just um, logos for the participants and the, um, the funders who are involved with some of the projects we've been doing. So it's quite an immersive experience, I'd say. Um, it's lots of sound, um, lots of things to look at visually. It's very, um, yeah, it's quite captivating, I'd like to think. Yeah, it's not the sort of thing you're used to seeing at a mental health conference. It's no. like a festival thing or a kind yeah. of arts-based thing. So yeah, yeah. How did you, yeah, what, what was the kind of thinking behind putting this on? Um, for me, I always find there never seems to be that kind of professional, cutting-edge quality to lots of media, photography, graphics, uh, video footage surrounding mental health. Um, I think I think that a lot of that comes down to a lot of funding as well. So I work in the mental health and addictions uh, health sciences at York University. My background is in film and photography. The opportunity came to use this space because we're having World Mental Health Day here, the Ron Cook Hub at the University of York, and I really wanted to try something new, and I really wanted to give something that I hadn't tried a shot uh, given a go at before as well which was the 360 cinema so yeah so I'm really interested in what you think about how this kind of way of communicating information mm. is different uh, and could work better yeah. than other ways you know thinking about mental health clinicians for example yeah. the way that they consume information to inform their practice is generally pretty dull yeah. publications if they're yeah. lucky something interactive on Twitter maybe yeah. a podcast from time to time absolutely but this kind of immersive experience give us your ideas about how that can help influence those sorts of decision making um, I think creativity as a whole can be introduced into more mental health interventions that could be photography film it could be theatre anything like that anything which I think is more engaging and is innovative and new new approaches I think 360 cinema is engaging for all people, not just people with uh, severe mental illnesses or people interested in the research, but people who just have a general interest in finding out 
what kind of research we've been doing, complete outsiders, it's engaging. Rather than keeping research on the paper, or on a shelf, it's visualising it. It's transcribing it to something that is accessible for everybody. And I think that visual representation is, is much needed. I think that's what's going to get people more interested in mental health research. Yeah, it works in a different part of your brain, doesn't it? And I suppose people, a lot of people think visually and they take in information visually and say if you're watching a set of fairly boring presentations, we haven't had those today, by the way, but if you are, you know, lots of text on the slides, lots yeah, yeah. of statistics, um, that doesn't necessarily communicate to them. Yeah, yeah. What's the one thing in terms of the information content that you're trying to kind of convey with this, which is quite a sort of long experience, I guess, Yeah. stay for the whole thing? So I think there's lots of different content on this, which I think is probably which keeps you engaged with it. Um, there is people with lived experience, interviews with them. There's um, mental health professionals in there. There are carers. Um, there are animations from um, smoking cessation studies. It's very diverse. And I think that's the kind of approach I wanted to go with that. I didn't want it to just be on one track. I wanted it to explore all the research that we've been doing in the department, which I think um, which I think works really well with it. And how are you looking to make this available? Is this something that people can maybe access online in some way? Um, the individual interviews are available online. They're with the ones that I have conducted are on the Closing the Gap Network YouTube channel. Mm -hmm.